morning, fellow streakers. It's Jeff, and I'm back with my co-host. Hello. Jamie, welcome back. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you. It's How was the back. baby shower? Wonderful. I let everyone know that you were at the baby shower and that I was solo, and I was hoping that I represented you and I well. You did. You always do. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And you had a wonderful time out in Colorado. We are excited to be talking to you today because, as I mentioned in the last podcast, we're going to get back to basics. We are going to be talking about the three laws of streaking as well as a B statement over the next several podcasts. But before we start with law number one today, I've got a couple of highlights. First, I wanted to congratulate you. Oh, on what? On your streaks that you hit 400 days, uh, which was awesome. I did hit 400 days the other day, yesterday. It was yesterday, and yesterday, the reason why yeah. I noticed it is because in the app, it did this really cool little I animation know, we got a cool of new little animation. Four, <laughs> 400. Yes. And so awesome. the streak was to do at least one family history activity daily, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's been amazing. That has been one of my, that one is a testimony to me that doing something laughably simple and not much more still makes a difference. And a massive difference, mm-hmm. because prior to this, you really hadn't studied re- your family history at all at all zero Mm -mm, not really at all other than just my own you know personal stories from my life my own life but nothing that had expanded much past that right and now i feel like i have a lot more knowledge about my ancestry and where i've come from than i ever did before and i really don't do a ton with that one Mm -hmm. i mean Uh, i really do keep that one the laughably simple i've had one experience where I delved into it more and had my awesome experience with finding my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, but but much past that time, and that was, was that a year ago, two years ago? It's that, been a well, little while. Well, it had to be two years ago, That I was think. two years ago. Anyway, it's been at least, no, it's only no, a, it's year, a year. Because no, my streak's right. only 400 days old. Exactly. It could so only it was, be a year. <laughs> it's a year ago, which is interesting because that was at the Can't beginning. Can't have been two years ago, right. <laughs> that was at the beginning of the add, streak. We can do math. <laughs> I'm just not going to even comment and say that (laughs) because it's debatable. (laughs) So anyway, but since then I've done, I just haven't delved into it a ton other than my, my, my laughably simple part of it. But I feel Mm -hmm. like I have gotten so much back from even the laughably Mm -hmm. simple. Which lends itself to the conversation last, uh, last podcast where we're talking about the floors and you have set up a floor of you're going to do at least one thing with family history daily, and that's your floor. And you're going to stand on that floor. And sometimes you'll reach for a much higher goal, but you've got to have a solid floor on which to stand in order to reach for that goal. And it's interesting to me that when you stand on the floor, that sometimes it takes longer than you think to be excited to reach a little bit more. Hmm. In other words, I haven't had a ton of time to reach further in that particular streak. However, the more I do it, the more I'm thinking about it and I have been excited to even just last night because I have a couple different websites that I go to and I was filling in different I was filling in information yesterday on a different website and and I got for family history yeah for family history and I really got excited I was like I really want to sit down and kind of wrap my head around this like spend a little bit of time with it and I thought that is a different thing than I felt before, where before I felt a lot of guilt and a little bit of o- being overwhelmed with it, where mm-hmm. I thought, I don't even know where to start with this. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, Whereas you're not now, overwhelmed at all. Whereas now, I'm not overwhelmed. And 
And I think that's one of my favorite things, I guess, as I look at what a streak does is is answers those two questions that have often been for me is one kind of where do I start and in that starting alleviating that guilt and then and then the second question is just being able to actually I forgot what the second one was going off off on how excited I was that it helps you just know where to start oh and not be overwhelmed there we go (laughs) I'm, I'm with you Jeff what can and, I claim, jet lag? And, No, no, no. Well, jet lag and in all fairness, um, getting the house packed up, ready to go, yeah, ready to dreams. make the big move. I mean, you have been organizing and putting things in uh, order in a really a high level as far as getting the inventory of our home put together because of some of the things that we're putting in storage for quite know, some should time. Should we do an organizational podcast? I think that you would be phenomenal <laughs> at an organizational podcast. So moving forward, though, on Laughably Simple, just before we get there, one other thing that uh, yesterday, Laurel, uh, who who produces much of our social media content, um, did produce this, uh, send it out via Instagram, probably Pinterest. I didn't look on Pinterest, but this is Instagram and LinkedIn. Uh, on our social media sites. And this is the quote that she put in our social media site. She said, never discourage anyone who continually makes progress, no matter how slow. Now that is originally attributed to Plato. And she writes that this is what she wrote after it. The above quote attributed to Plato rings true. If you are not in the race, don't criticize the runners. Any step forward is a step in the right direction. And those people who are inching their way forward deserve our cheers, not our jeers. Celebrate the small win of someone today. That is great. I was highly moved by that. I wanted to comment on it. I did comment on it finally. How come you were highly moved? What do you mean? Because I, it, it embodies everything that I look at as far as streaking is concerned. Mm-hmm. It is continual progress. It's never settling where we are. I was reading this morning, actually, in my studies, uh, Jim Collins writing about good to great in the social sector. It's a little abstract that he wrote based on his book, Good to Great. And it talks all about progress and about um, moving forward in the little things and ensuring that that progress is what's celebrated and not necessarily that, you know, if you've arrived somewhere, the accomplishment is because as soon as you've arrived or gotten to the accomplishment, you're taken immediately or, or, and you say that I've arrived, then you're taken immediately to mediocrity. Isn't that interesting? So you're always aspiring to be someone. So as I look at this and consider the community of cheering and moving all of us forward toward progress, no matter how slow, is embodies streaking. And I love that because the concept of no matter how slow is inherent in that is that there's continual movement in the direction you want to be going instead of focusing on getting to this certain place or how fast you get there. It's more, which is what we've talked so much about, about who you want to be. I'm going to spring one on you. I always get nervous when you say that. I know. I know you do, but you shouldn't. Tell the story about you and Chance finding the turtle. Okay. Oh, that we were. So yesterday we went on a walk. Yeah. And we found a turtle across the street and he was in the middle of the street in a cul-de-sac across across the street. So we picked him up and brought him to our yard because in my mind, I'm thinking he's going to get run over on this street. And so we crossed the street and we put him in our grass and then we went on our walk. So 28 minutes later, because I had my watch on, we come back and the turtle's not there. He's not in our yard anywhere. And Chance finds him across the street 
further down the road than where we had found him originally. So he had come out of our lawn, crossed the street, and come all the way back to where he was, plus, plus further down the road. And Chance had me do a video. And in the video, he's like, he went from my house to over here. So... I don't know how slow turtles are, but they keep going. <laughs> that is exactly a beautiful story that relates to what we're going to talk about now as far as getting back to basics and law number one, which is keep it laughably simple. Now, the origin of laughably simple, what let's just let's just kind of have a little bit of fun here. What do you remember as far as going back and thinking when because this is a long time ago, you know, five or six years ago. You're smiling. This is me. I I came. I claim credit for this. Law. Okay, that's yeah, why don't, I'm smiling. Yeah, you're, you've got this little smirk on your face, and I'm like, oh, she's got something that's going on. That's because I'm like, law number one is my law. I'm just going <laughs> to claim credit for that one. Law number one was it happened before we realized what we were doing, <clears throat> and it was it was when I read about this couple streak running, so running a mile every day for 15 years. I was inspired and wanted to do that, but I also was hesitant. I was mm-hmm. hesitant at where I was in life and my ability to hold myself to that level of a standard a mile every single day. And so of running. And but I was also inspired by their consistency and I wanted to be consistent. And so as I was thinking in my head, what can I do? How could I be consistent? Not I appreciate what they've did and it's inspiring and I want to be consistent like what they've done. But I don't feel confident that I can do it at that same level at this time of my life. And so that's when I called you and said, do you want to start a streak with me? But in my mind, I was thinking, I'm going to run or walk, like I gave myself this caveat, a mile, six you know, days I'm a week. And so to... I did it so that I could, it's what I felt like I could be successful at. For me, I, I made it, I picked something that I'm like, this is simple enough that I can be consistent in this. So just a just a quick little segue. What was it? How come you wanted to start it with me? How come you didn't just want to start it on your own? What was it? I mean, was it just because we ran together all the time, or what was it about it? Do you remember? And I'm just more curious about that. I don't think I've ever asked yeah, what it was. That's a good. That's a good question. I wonder if it was. Be- we were running together a lot, mm-hmm. but I also think inherently there was. You know, when you want to start something that that. Maybe I wanted someone to do it with. Yeah, you're not quite sure about it, and you want someone to do it with, or I don't both, know if I'm putting and, words and in your mouth. a little bit both of what we were talking about with the cheering and also um, the motivation of doing it together. Someone that would be doing it with me, so that I have that that yeah. pull. Yeah. And maybe at the time I was thinking accountability. Yeah. A little bit. It's interesting. I don't know. I haven't. I guess I haven't. And we'll explore that more in law number three, which is create a community. But in law number one, so you basically looked at it and said, I've got to make this simple enough. Did you at the time put it together and say, I've got to make it simple enough so that on the most difficult day I can still do it, I can still keep the streak alive? Or was that not really a conscious thought yet? I don't know how conscious that thought was, but I do know there was a shift. There was a big shift because we were talking about running. And up until that point, the way that I had been thinking about running was always the next race and running it faster than I had the previous race or getting a personal best or increasing my mileage or there was always something that I was needing to do faster or better or longer than what I had done before that I was working towards that and I had reached a point that I was struggling with that a little bit and when I read about them 
having this streak, there was a conscious shift from what if I don't worry about how fast or how far and I just worry about every day? Like, can I? So that was a, a an actual shift in the way mm-hmm. that I was thinking about mm-hmm. my running. So we started that. So we started the running streak on March 23rd, 2015. And from there, that that's where I remember the next moment as far as coming up with Laughably Simple was the moment that I recognized that it could be applied to so many more things than just physical activity. I think that there we limit ourselves because mostly streaks are associated with something sports. in athletics, mm-hmm. you know, sports, a winning streak or a, a streak of, I don't know, of con- it's consistency, but a consecutive streak is in athletic in the athletic arena most of the time. So when I when I came across and looked at and and realized that a streak could be set in any discipline, in any area. And that's where I, you know, the the first the OG streak after the one that was running was flossing my teeth. And even that was physical in nature, but then all of a sudden I recognized, you know what, I've been wanting to write for quite some time. What if I, just like what you said, switch my focus from writing something to how many days in a row I can write something? And I think with every streak that I've set, I've had a, a an actual tangible shift in focus mm-hmm. in that from from this idea of I'm going to necessarily accomplish this thing to this shift of, can I be consistent in this? How many days can I do this? How, I mean, can I keep this going? That is a shift in the way that you think about the thing that you are looking at doing, like with, with your flossing of your teeth, there was a, there was a true shift Mm -hmm. in the way that you were thinking about that from, I need, you know, whether it was guilt or, I want, you know, motivated to want to keep my teeth or the get to the dentist the next time. Any of the things that I don't know if those are accomplishment based, but do you know what I mean? They were <laughs> event based or something. It was a shift to I'm not even going to think about any of those things and just focus on can I just do this a little bit every day? Well, and, and how many days a, in a row can I do this? How many days in a row? Yeah, keeping track of that. Because then, I wasn't even thinking about the actual activity anymore. No. I it, it's it's the how many days in a row can I do this carried the activity along? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it really started to gel that this can be applied in so many different areas. And now, I mean, six years later, with many streaks in many different areas of my life, and you have many different streaks in many different areas of your life. And we look at the four different areas as personal, professional, physical, and spiritual. As I look in each one of those four areas, I can see specific streaks that I do in order to become who I want to be. Now, again, we keep I, I, I keep want to go going down the path, but let's stay with laughably simple for just a second. So when when we were first talking about law number one, it was originally just keep it simple. Right. And then we progressed to laughably simple. What do you think what what do you think as you kind of look at that, the difference between just keep it simple and keep it laughably simple or make it simple and make it laughably simple? Keep it simple. Simple is an interesting word because it's self-defined in that regards. And so keeping it simple, um, you're just like, oh, okay, I'll just keep it simple. When we changed it to laughably simple, I felt like what we were trying to communicate is, is this idea that so simple that it's laughable 
that there's no reason you wouldn't do it. And what that, what that did for me was take into account life. Take into account that you're going to be going through all different things in your life and you have those up moments and those down moments and those motivated moments and not motivated moments and just all of the aspects that come with this human experience. And if my focus is going to be on being consistent through all of those moments, it has to be laughably simple in this moment. Mm-hmm. And and it's an interesting thing because there are some times that laughably simple may not be so laughable. Do you know what I mean? In the sense that you've got a lot going on and, and it's taking a little bit to, to, but you're still able to do it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. And I, so I think it was yes, just... Yes, it does. We were... We were <laughs> I, I said, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> we were... So it was... It, it, to me, it was super important that it did change to laughable because laughable communicates how simple it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And and as we talk about it, I think the reason it needed to be that way is we've talked so much... I loved what you were talking about with the floor that we've spent a lot of time in our... Um, American society, maybe society in general, talking about how important it is to reach, to reach for the stars, to reach for our goals. And that is important. However, I don't feel like we spend any time talking about how to stand on the floor. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't have a solid foundation, your reaching ability is not going to be so great. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what I feel like laughably simple is, is it's saying, look, we're just going to talk about the floor for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about the floor very often, mm-hmm. but you need to be able to have a solid floor to stand on. Sometimes you have a floor that you're laying on, you know, I mean, but, but you still have but a floor. You still have a floor and a floor is better than a hole, which is sometimes <laughs> where I felt like before I had a streak, I would go so long without doing anything. I felt like it was in a hole and getting out of a hole is a lot harder than, than getting up off the floor if you've been laying on the floor for a while. I, I, maybe I'm taking the analogy too far, but does that it's make sense? It's a great metaphor. That- yeah, completely. I, I What I hear you saying and what I look at is when I'm standing on a floor to reach for something and I fail at reaching for that thing, I still have a floor on which to stand. And that's what I see as the streaks when it's laughably simple. And I remember the day that we came up with laughably simple and how we just glommed onto it immediately when the individual in the audience when we were presenting streaking laughed at it she laughed at and at what she laughed streak. at was the streak of write at least one sentence daily and she laughed and and, re- and why because she's like that is not going to make a difference in your life that's what that's the that's why law number 1 is i think the hardest law for people to accept is because they immediately look at it and think that's not going to make a difference that's, that's not, not going to do any good and and i like what you said too when you're like when if, if I'm reaching for a goal and I don't make it, I think the opposite is true too. When I'm reaching for a goal and I do make it, the point is we are not living our lives at a constant level of reaching. That is that we do that for a while, but we it's not sustainable all the time. We can't live at our top game in every area of our life 24 seven. We just can't. It gets frustrating actually if you try to do it. It's it impossible. Really does. You yeah. will you'll just you'll burn yourself out. You'll get discouraged and you'll quit everything mm-hmm. because that's what happens when we try to live at our top game in everything in our life all the time. It's just not meant to be. So a streak allows you to accept a floor and then reach in the different areas at different times based on what you need in that moment without letting go of all the other things that are also important in your life, but you're not reaching at, reaching for, you know, you're not reaching beyond 
in this in this time period. Right. I'm making exactly. sense here. I think you're making complete sense. It's no matter how much you've achieved, I'm quoting Jim Collins now. No matter how much you've achieved, you will always be merely good relative to what you can become. Greatness is an inherently dynamic process, not an endpoint. The moment you think of yourself as great, you your slide toward mediocrity will have already begun. I love that dynamic, the the concept of constantly moving. Mm-hmm. That's great. I know. And doesn't it, it just kind of pause? To... Don't you just pause on that for just a second and yes. think about, just think about in your life when, as as I look at this and say, the moment you think of yourself as great, your slide toward mediocrity will have already begun. That is interesting. I, I love just the opportunity, and we'll talk more about that in the aspirational B statement. Law number one sets up the floor on which I can now reach for that particular B, aspirational self of who I want to be. Mm-hmm. Being laughable, so making it laughably simple, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up, and it was interesting because I look at creative, ambitious, talented people as ultimately balking at law number one. Totally. One individual with whom I was speaking talked about law number one, and he used a different word to describe it. He said, yeah, you got to make it stupidly simple. And I thought to myself, no, no, no that's not right. It's actually it's not smartly stupid. simple. Yes, It's laughably simple in the, in the sense of the ease at which it's able to be accomplished, that thing, whatever it is, writing one sentence, mm-hmm. reading one paragraph in a book, uh, you know, making at least one connection daily. Yep. Any of those things are laughably simple. And we kind of, we laugh at them because our ego says one thing and our unbelief says another thing that we can't get to it and it's not big enough. And because it's not impressive. But it's not stupid. To t- but it's definitely not stupid. I would completely agree. In fact, I think it's one of the smartest things you can do to set something laughably simple. And I go back to it and I, again, I just wish I could, had a better way of saying this, but when you set something laughably simple and you're doing it consistently, you are literally rewiring the way you think about things mm-hmm. and from the inside out. And when you're rewiring the way that you think about something, it's going to have a profound impact on the way you live your life. Absolutely. Well, we are at the end of our time, which means we have to end this conversation on laughably simple, but we may continue it a little bit further as we go into law number two, or we may continue on law number one. You'll just have to see what we do next. We're keeping it basic, <laughs> We're keeping people. it very basic. Back, to, back the basics. to the basics. Because law number one is so critically important to your success. If you're looking at setting a streak, set it laughably simple and see how many days in a row you can do it. If you want to reach out to us with your streaks that are laughably simple, please do, do so at Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y at streakingmastery.com or Jamie at J-A-M-I at streakingmastery.com or follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Go Pinterest. on Pinterest. Go online and review the book. We love reviews. They're oh, super yes, helpful. Please. Thank you. That'd be awesome. We got a great review that we'll talk about next time. Until then, keep streaking. into what you're hoping. You're in a hurry. Don't even worry. It's too simple.